Welcome to KuzaCast, where we interview some of the most influential people in tourism from around the world. My name is Graham Watson, and I'm the founder of Kuza Global. The word Kuza means a new dawn, and in 2023, we want to find out just how our guests are working towards that new dawn. Join us and subscribe to future episodes as we hope to inspire you with stories of strength and resilience in the tourism industry. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of KuzaCast. Today, very privileged to have Priscilla Plummer as my guest. And we are being joined by uh, Gloria from Zambia and also Inle Lendle, uh, wonderful people that Priscilla works with. So uh, welcome, Priscilla, and the rest of the team. Happy to be here. Great. Thanks so much. And so, Priscilla, yeah, as as I explained earlier, we, we just run through exactly um, what it is um, that you do. And, um, yeah, just tell the listeners uh, everything about uh, Global Sojourns and the giving and the Global Sojourns Giving Circle. That would be wonderful. Well, Global Sojourns is uh, specializes in responsible travel and uh, here in Africa. And we've been doing that since the 90s. And the Giving Circle is our arm that is about upliftment of communities around wildlife areas and those of natural attractions. And um, we can help uh, go on the journey of how one got started and the other one came along and they're interwoven. Great, great. And you're originally from the USA, I take it. Yes. So yeah, I started yeah. out many years ago in the United States working in with small and startup businesses, primarily in sports and publishing. And um, I've always had a passion for travel and culture. Yeah. But um, it was, you know, it was one of my jobs there where I I was the publisher of a national, the only national women's sports magazine started by Billie Jean King. Oh, wow. And I, I became aware of how privileged I was as a woman to have had so many women before me do so much for me to have so many opportunities. Yeah. And that mixed with uh, an increasing awareness of um, income inequities in the world, I ended up leaving behind New York and San Francisco and all that work and got on a plane to Africa to uh, starting out in Kenya to better understand um, uh, the situation that girls and women face in this area and how I might be able to help others as women before me helped me. And thus the journey began. And so before Global Sojourns, came some years of uh, researching women's lives, being living three years in northern Mozambique, just sitting and listening and going back to graduate school and women in development. And um, I feel so blessed to have gotten um, so much uh, time from women over a number of years sharing their stories. Yeah. And then I ended up in Zimbabwe and I was thinking, how best can I help this part of the world that had become so special to me? And, um, you know, Zimbabwe's a pretty um, enticing country and its beauty 
and all it has the people the hospitality and the wildlife and um i ended up starting the travel company global sojourns and that was back in the 90s with the idea of helping westerners come and go on safari in a manner that was um where they were going deeper so we really mm -hmm. set them up with guides you know the zimbabwean guides are pretty amazing and um the idea was that you know, what mattered first was who the guide was more than what the camp was like. And then the clients started, you know, as they got more exposed to communities around the wildlife areas, and they started ask, talking more about the issues of poverty and asking how they could help. And at that time, we had no intention of starting an NGO. We kind of feel like, you know, there were a lot out there, but we weren't finding ones that were were had a lot of the tenants that we really believed in, which is local people leading the way. So in time, back in, uh, after a lot of digging in, a lot of thought, uh, drawing on our experience, the academic, the fieldwork, we started the Global Sojourns Giving Circle. And the focus is on empowering girls. It's about being locally led. And it's about donor education. Because I think, as you know, a lot of good intentions, you know, it some, can sometimes go as array. And mm. so it's always learning. And, um, and so here we are today, many years later, and we've been step by step going in and figuring out a model. And I, um, and it's a wonderful blend now of the travel, you know, being able to customize trips to, um, for our clients to come and experience the amazing, uh, safari, um, experiences offered by so many wonderful suppliers today who have who share in the thing the, the importance of responsible tourism and then also know that we're supporting these communities because mm. we won't be able to have the wildlife if you know the communities aren't healthy and um and because it's just it's africa's time it's the right thing to do so i'd love for you to um we've got gloria in livingston who um, in more kind of an urban area, and then Leila, who is in Dete, right on the border of Huenge, and their experiences of what it is to mentor youth in these areas um, right. and the blend with tourism. Oh, well, thanks, Priscilla. That's that's such a great uh, great thing that you've been doing for many many years, and and you know we the, the tourism industry you know thrives uh you know because of people like yourself so thank you so much and everything that you're doing you know we uh, upliftment of communities around the game reserves is extremely important because you know i've heard stories of of people that uh you know live around the game reserves and they hear a lion roar every night and and elephants but they've never seen them in person so you know that's the thing so we need to, uh, yeah, just empower those communities around the reserves to show them the importance of what they're doing. But uh, Gloria, welcome uh, to the podcast, and we'd love to hear from you and and how uh, how you're getting along in there in the beautiful Livingston uh, area that most of us know so well. So welcome, Gloria. Keen to hear what you have to say. Thank you so much. So um, my name is Gloria Movita from Livingston, the tourist capital. Yes. Uh, being in a tourist, <laughs> so being in a tourist capital, it's uh, I would say it's adventurous, and there are certain areas where you get to use, uh, you get used 
to see animals like elephants. So it's our like day-to-day way of life in some areas, in some parts of Livingstone. And uh, I am running a girls club. I'm running two, three clubs right now. So I started working with Global Sojourn Giving Circles in 2014, somewhere there. So working with the girls, it has been an exciting journey so far. And uh, just seeing how we have developed as mentors, as Global Sojourn Giving Circles from 2014 till date, we are able to see there is some growth happening. There are a lot of things that we have developed. There are a lot of clubs coming in. So we have boys clubs in some areas. We have a lot of uh, girls clubs. So in my club, I have about uh, 90 girls uh, who are actively in, in the girls club with different issues. And uh, the name of the club, it's called Believe Girls Foundation. So our main focus is to educate a girl child to see see that uh, a girl child completes school with good grades. So how do we achieve that to see that a girl child completes school with good grades? Uh, We came up with a mini library, which we have. So a mini library consists of uh, reproductive health books, psychology books, and it also consists of educational books. It also consists of simple things like a pen, a pencil, some books which a girl wants to use, a calculator, some marker. So anything that a girl requires to use at school, we have that in our resource center. So the other thing that uh, we have, we also concentrate on uh, menstrual hygiene management. As we know, each and every girl struggles when on monthly basis. So we provide some pads, sanitary towels for them. So when they come to the resource center, we have sanitary towels for for the girls. We have educational books. And we also have activities for exposure and working with the community. And now we have a podcast, which I'm working on, trying to see how how it's going to develop. I'm still learning. So it's it's a journey that uh, keeps on improving. And now I have a podcast for the Global Social Giving Circles and the girls, they have a podcast for the Believe Girls uh, Foundation. So the girls who are running the podcast for the foundation, it's the girls who completed through the alumni. So they have come back to the club and they have a podcast. So our main focus at the foundation is just to focus on uh, psychosocial life skills for the girls and to see treat that a girl completes school with good grades and without getting pregnant because uh, now we have uh, alarming numbers of girls becoming pregnant at a tender age, more especially the adolescent. So it's, it's something that is alarming and it's a wake-up call that these girls, they need more of, of these clubs. Mm. So working in the age uh, in the tourist capital, it has been challenging because most girls and boys are exposed to a lot of things, drug abuse, drug and substance abuse, a lot of girls getting pregnant at, at a tender age. But having these clubs, it has helped them. You can imagine from 2014 uh, until date, which is 2023, we only recorded two pregnancies in our club. And these girls who got pregnant, they went back to school 
one is doing nursing and the other one is doing teaching. So like that, we are able to break um, the circle of poverty. So from 2024 to 2023, we only recorded uh, two cases of teen pregnancy in our club. Despite recording that, the girls are still doing something productive in life, meaning we have managed to break the circle of poverty one girl at a time. Yes. Well, that's great. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what it needs to. It's, you know, the a lot of people think the, the, the journey is too long, but if you just break it down, as you say, into one girl at a time, then it doesn't become so overwhelming. Yes. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's one girl at a time and that girl will reach out to another girl and the other girl will reach out to that other girl. And it's a circle at the end of the day. Oh, that's lovely. So how, how does the funding come? Where does the funding come from? So right now, uh, not let me say not right now. From 2014, ever since I started working with the girls' clubs, we receive funding from global social giving circles. And now, what is happening is that uh, the clubs they are increasing. Mm. And as we are talking right now, I have a waiting list of girls who want to join. And with global social giving circles, the condition is we need to have uh, 15 girls in a club so that you can call. Uh, connect with these girls so that you can build a certain relationship with the, with these girls. It's not about the numbers, like reaching out to a certain target of girls, but it's about changing one girl's life. It's about the main objective that we have, the breaking, uh, the breaking of uh, the circle of poverty. So our main funding right now, it has come from global social giving circles, which which consists of. Uh, uh, people who are able to help girls and boys in Africa. And their help has been overwhelming such that uh, we have demand of uh, a lot of girls who want to join. So since we have almost each and every club has a waiting list, meaning we need, we need that dollar to come to help a girl in Africa. It's a need. Right now, I think it's 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 a need. We need that dollar to help that girl in Africa. It's one girl at a time, and we need that dollar. So global surgeon giving circles right now, it needs that help because it has a waiting list. You can imagine one club has about 30 girls who are on the waiting list. I cannot allow them to join right now because other girls are still in the club. So I need to allow those who are in the club to go and now that I can allow them. But if funding was allowing, we had enough, meaning I would have reached out to more girls. But still, these girls are still waiting. And the funny thing is that next year, they'll come at the resource center, knock on the door and say, Auntie Gloria, last year you told me that you, I need to wait for a year. I've come to hire up space in the club. So almost each and every club uh, which is under global surgery and giving circles, they have a waiting list. So wow. uh, we receive funding. Yeah, we have been receiving funding from global surgery and giving circles. So does Priscilla, do everybody that goes on a global surgeon contribute to the giving circle as well? Uh, we give them the option um, because we don't, you know, of course, anything I make so much class yeah. back in you know and but that's a small uh portion 
we've been really blessed to have clients who uh, really care about conservation and care about issues. And, um, and so they choose to give. And because we're seeing such impact, we have very stringent monitoring and evaluation, and we do so much reporting out. It's, and, and so we've been very blessed to have that, but we're a small company. So we, you know, the word only goes out, so, you know, to so many, but we were very blessed that during COVID, when a lot of other travel companies were dependent on monies that were coming through from travelers to support projects, and then they went down in funding, ours did not. Our clubs were stronger than ever because of people like Gloria and Endeland Day being pillars in their communities. And so our work carried on while the travel business may have been down, our work grew in in impact. And um, that was really exciting. But what she's saying is after all these years, we've come with a model that is having significant such impact that every single club in Zambia and um, Zimbabwe has a waiting list. And so now it's way beyond what our small um, company, you know, and travelers could support. So we do want to get the word out to, if anyone's looking for this kind of community upliftment and systemic change, real change, locally led, come and talk to us. (laughs) Great, great. Well, let's let's hear from uh, Indelendle then. Uh, welcome to the podcast, and looking forward to hearing what you've got to say. Thank you so much, Graham. I, I really appreciate the opportunity. So, like I said, my name is Indelendle. I'm from Zimbabwe, and I live in one of the best places in the world, the Wange, in the borders of Wange National Park. The guys that you heard about, that we hear the lions roaring and elephants trumpeting, I'm also one of those guys. So we are just a stone throw away from the national park. But however, like you were saying, that we do not have that opportunity to appreciate wildlife as we should be. So because of that and the challenges that we we face sharing the borders with wildlife, so we started an organization called Chikobani Trust. And the whole idea is to promote peaceful coexistence between wildlife and rural communities sharing borders with these wildlife. And we met wonderful people, Priscilla, through the GSGC Giving Circle and the GSGC network where they um, approach to tourism when they bring travelers to to our area it's not only centered on tourist activities like what we see happening but they bring the tourists down to the communities you know at one time it was talk of the town in our area when the GSGC travelers literally came to the to our community and they had a talk like what's happening what are these people and mm-hmm. the way to go around these are travelers they are coming to see the wildlife and you know this improves or grows the the confidence of people around the community that surely we really need to take care of this uh, of this wildlife that is here you know so when people hear that these these travelers are, are from 
the United States, they are from uh, Europe, and they are here to see the elephant that says maybe we really need as communities around wildlife, we really need to to care for these for, for these elephants so that we keep on having these tourists coming to our 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 uh, I run boys club. We also have a girls club, but we we, we are running a boys club. We have a, a number of thirty young boys that we mentor. So what happens is the tourism sector is a sector that, that needs skills. We need the chefs. We need the waiters. Go by the boys club. Mentor or expose our young boys and girls to the opportunities that are around tourism, the opportunities that are around wildlife conservation, the skills that are needed so that we try to guide them on their career path so that they take conservation. They know that conservation really pays. They know that so that what we are doing and helping our boys and girls in our clubs to our precious uh, resource that we have around us. So it's been a, a great um, time with Priscilla and the Global Sojourns and it really helping our community and it, it also helps to imp- look at wildlife instead of looking at wildlife as the problem but as a source that can bring tourists or travelers to our area in the process, uh, our, 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 our areas, they grow in the process, we get an income. So it's been a quiet journey that uh, I really appreciate working with the GSDC. Well, that, I mean, that's, that's great. I mean, I think that the, uh, the lesson there is that more educated children are, you know, mean less poachers as adults. So that's, you know that's that's what I think as well. The more we educate the youth, the the you know the fewer poachers there'll be as as they grow older. The, um, so let's let's. I mean, what what wonderful work you guys are doing. So I mean, congrats, uh, Priscilla, with everything. Well, it's it, this doesn't happen overnight, and I think that's what you know we need to appreciate. One, local people have the knowledge and just need yes. opportunity and support, and two things like this take time. But what's happened is we took time and we got deep roots. We got trust. We, we all grew in, in, in developing this model and now it's just taken off and it's the ripple effect is, is tremendous. But one of the things I wanted to bring up, um, one of the safari guides in Huangue, who's also one of our mentors, because our focus really is on mentorship and uh, helping these youth get on a path of a life of opportunity versus dependency. And as a safari guide, he said, how can our communities, how can our youth ever be expected to care for the wildlife, to preserve the wildlife, if they feel their own lives don't matter? Mm. And so that's where we start. And to help somebody see that their life matters it's not done overnight, but when you invest in that, I all of us can attest the results are tremendous. We we're now seeing so many first in families. We just got a result that um, of all the kids in our clubs, you know, across uh, both countries, eighty seven percent were the first in their family not to get pregnant as a teenager. Gosh. You know, and it's it's just. 
but it takes one thing. We have uh, nine tenants for each of the clubs or all the clubs. They've all come up with it. They've created the model. We're just there helping them have the opportunity to serve their communities. And um, uh, but the the key to it is mentorship, which is I see you, I hear you, I believe in you. And a lot of these kids have not had somebody slow down and provide a safe space and see them and help them see their gifts, help them become aware of um, the, the pathways that they can go on, the opportunities they can have in life and who walk beside them. And as Gloria was saying, once you do it with one child and then somebody else in the neighborhood goes, oh, gosh, look at her. She was able to do that. And then they start to believe they can also. And that's mm. really exciting. Yeah, I mean, you know, the world the world needs more more people like yourself. So thank you very much for everything you're doing, Priscilla. I hope I can meet you in person one of these days. You're based in Cape Town, are you not? I am. I'm based in Cape Town. I spend a lot of time up here. I'm in Big Falls right now. And, um, okay, and most of our clients are from the U.S. Well, I've got a lot of... Uh, people who may be listening that are based in Cape Town and uh, Victoria Falls and Livingston. So if you want to reach out to Priscilla, I will put the contact details in the in the text of the podcast. Um, but uh, if you could just run through maybe Priscilla, how people can contact you um, and yeah, and, and, and contribute if they would like to. Well, our tra- for any travelers, it's globalsojourns.com. And then for anyone who wants to support this kind of work, um, it's gsgivingcircle.org. Mm-hmm. And you can also listen to Gloria on her GSGC Talk Time podcast, which is on Spotify. Right. And um, I think another few other places were just... You know, we and um, and then we also have uh, Instagram and Facebook for both the uh, Global Sojourns Giving Circle and Global Sojourns. But we're all about responsible tourism, celebrating what others in the industry are doing. We are we have wonderful partners, you know, running the safari camps and and doing meaningful work. And I and I think it's about collaboration and um, and we really were a good fit for those who care about deep work and um, and investing in local people to lead the way. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I mean, thank you so much uh, for for joining us today on KuzaCast, and I'll definitely put the links uh, to Gloria's podcast, and uh, I'll definitely be subscribing to that the moment we we finish off here. So, um, uh, and Gloria also check out the- Tico Bani. Tico Bani has a, a wonderful uh, Facebook, and um, I think Believe Club does. So, um, there's lots of ways to get to know these guys. Well, perfect. So then what, what you can do is just send me all the links and I'll put that in the description. Uh, so for the listeners listening now, just go into the description of the podcast and uh, you'll find all the links there. So that's great. I mean, any uh, any last words, guys, before we before we uh, clock off for the for the evening? Uh, so, yeah, so uh, for the travelers uh, who always travel to come to... Uh, to our countries, either Zambia, Zimbabwe, and those travelers which I've seen before who come under the Global Surgeon 
the global surgeon. Uh, I'd say it has been a, a great pleasure because from meeting the same travelers, we are able to get people who are able to fund for these girls. So meeting the travelers who understand our, when they come here, they understand our way of life. They have uh, respect for humanity. As a result, we create a certain uh, friendly environment with them. And that's the reason why the Believe Girls Foundation and the Global Surgeon Giving Circles still exist because uh, some of the donors which we have, they come for, from the travelers. So if not for them to travel and meet uh, the girls clubs or the boys clubs in our two countries, they wouldn't have known about us. Or if they had, they didn't communicate to Priscilla, they wouldn't have known about the works which we do. So our work is growing each and every day. We are improving on, on how best we can help a girl child and a boy child in Africa. For those who are already our donors, we say thank you so much. And keep in mind that each and every dollar that you have put, it's it has helped a lot of girls and it has helped one girl at a time. And at this time, we still need more people to come on board because uh, the clubs are growing and we have a huge uh, number of waiting lists of girls and boys wanting to, to join. So it all depends with you, uh, our dear listeners, to help us to put a dollar to help one girl, one boy at a time. Thank you so much. Well, thanks, Gloria. Yeah, I'm just I'm really grateful what's happening in the industry now. And I think what you're doing with the podcast is real helpful. We're at a really critical time out mm. there, you know, with with uh, pressures coming on uh, communities and the wild spaces and with climate. And I think the more that we share are we're happy to share lessons learned. Um, and and I and I also when it, you would love to see more webinars where more of us doing this kind of work come together and share. And we really want to support one another because there's so many ways in on conservation that are needed. And there's so many things that is that helps with upliftment. We just we happen to have this way and it's going in deep and we appreciate the other things being done. And the more that we c- you can connect us and bring us together, the future looks bright. It absolutely does, Priscilla. And that's the whole point of the, the Kuza cast. Kuza, uh, for many of the listeners, it means a new dawn, a new beginning. And uh, that's that's where we're going with this. It's been a terrible three years, but I think everybody's kind of uh, um, racing towards the sun and, and coming through that that long tunnel and it's all about helping each other. And, uh, you know, we just need to stick together. So thank you, Priscilla. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you, Inlalende. And um, we will uh, hopefully meet you in, uh, in person soon. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for tuning into KuzaCast, where we explore the world of tourism with leaders from all corners of the globe. Join me, Graham Watson, for future episodes as we dive into the latest trends and insights from the industry. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a rating, and we'll see you next time on KuzaCast.